Hello, and welcome to the Goat Grace Gratitude Podcast. This is one of your co-hosts, Peter Bell, and we are on Catechism Saturday, Belgian Confession, article number seven. We'll be going through the sufficiency of scripture, again, using Guy Debray's Belgic Confession and going through article number seven. Before we start this week's episode, make sure you listen to Monday's episode where Nick and I recapped our 2021, which is a huge year for us, both in downloads and our reach. We had two seasons. We talked about our favorite episodes of the year in both seasons, seasons two, which was Sparknote Seminary, and season three, which was Promises and Fulfillment, an Introduction to Covenant Theology, and the most influential books and authors that we had on, plus some big updates. If you guys haven't listened to that, make sure you listen to Monday's episode on our 2021 recap. And this Thursday's book club with Dr. Patrick Schreiner of Midwestern Baptist Theological Seminary on his Crossway book, The Mission of the Triune God, which is part of the New Testament theology series edited by Dr. Tom Schreiner and Dr. Brian Rosner. So let's get started on Article 7 of the Belch Confession, The Sufficiency of Scripture. We believe that this holy scripture contains the will of God completely and that everything one must believe to be saved is sufficiently taught in it. For since the entire manner of service which God requires of us is described in it at great length, no one, not even an apostle or an angel from heaven, as Paul says, ought to teach other than what the holy scriptures have already taught us. For since it is forbidden to add or to or subtract from the word of God, this plainly demonstrates the teaching is perfect and complete in all respects. Therefore, we must not consider human writings, no matter how holy their authors may have been, equal to the divine writings, nor may we put custom, nor the majority, nor age, nor the passage of time or persons, nor councils, decrees, or official decisions above the truth of God, for truth is above everything else. For all human beings are liars by nature and more vain than vanity itself. Therefore, we reject with all our hearts everything that does not agree with this infallible rule, as we are taught to do by the apostles when they say, test the spirits to see if they are of God. And also, if anyone comes to you and does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your house. So we'll go through a couple of these pieces of this article. And the first one is when Debray talks about the will of God completely, that we can know this completely. So what we have in these scriptures is sufficient, we'll get to this later, for our understanding of the salvation found in Christ. And even says this is sufficiently taught in it. This is just another way of saying of what Debray had just said about the completeness of scripture. All that we need, an emphasis on need, to know is present and available on the pages of scripture. And no one, and not even an apostle, can add to this. What we have inscribed in the pages of scripture is what we have in terms of our knowledge of salvation. There's no secret knowledge or doctrine still to be revealed. All that we need to know about salvation in Christ has been revealed to us within the pages from Genesis to Revelation. That's all we need. This is all we need to know 
in the Christian faith, that it explicitly touches on the salvation found in Christ. And we cannot add to or subtract from the word of God. And this is given at the end of the Pentateuch in Deuteronomy and Revelation. Both Moses at the end of Deuteronomy and John at the end of the book of Revelation talk about this, not adding to or subtracting from the word of God. This is a covenant document. This gives us, again, all we need to know for life and living in Christ, in the salvation that we have in Christ. If we add to this, this is coming from outside of scripture, outside the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. We ourselves are acting as our own arbiters, as our own authorities when it comes to scripture. And if we take away from scripture, we're taking away from things people need to know in order to be saved by Christ. It's kind of like the ancient way of saying all that you need to know and precisely what you need to know are contained in these pages. Nothing else is necessary. We have what we need to know. And nothing equals these scriptures in terms of holiness or doctrines concerning salvation. We look not to the holiness of the individuals who compose these books, but the salvation present within and the spirit which inspired. We look at the composer and not the ones who composed these books. Nor may we put custom, nor the majority, nor age, nor the passage of time, nor counsel or persons, decrees, or official decisions. Too often, we ask in or of the church or about the church or of church practice if we are allowed to do something versus looking to scripture to tell us how we must worship and understand our triune God. Usually it's if scripture doesn't prescribe it, we're allowed any kind of lateral reason. We can use whatever human reason we want to versus looking at the pages of scripture and saying, what does this tell me about God? And what does this tell me about what I need to know about him or how I am to worship him? Traditions nor custom define our worship, which is interesting. This is not something that we can make up on our own. This is not something that culture can tell us, or we look to culture for relevance within the church. Not to say we neglect culture when we are in church, because we are inside of a culture, but we do not allow that culture inside of the church to tell us how we do this. Not even what has been done in the past. If these do not accord with the word of God. And this is not to say that we neglect the historical record or tradition of the church, but we are always checking these records, these traditions, these customs, this majority against the word of God. And the thing that always wins out and defines our piety and practice is the word of God. The word of God reigns supreme. Christ, as the head of the church, has shown us precisely how he wants to be praised much the same way that the Israelites in the Old Testament are told how the tabernacle is to be designed, how worship services were designed, the sacrifices that were necessary. We're given much the same record, especially so in Paul's epistles, where he tells us in Timothy, he tells us in Titus, he tells us in First and Second Corinthians and Galatians and Ephesians and Colossians. He tells us, based off the scriptural record, based off Christ's ministry and work, how he wants, how the Lord 
wants to be worshipped. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode, Belgian Confession, Article 7. We went through the sufficiency of scripture. Make sure you guys tune into next Monday on our short, on our beginning of our short best of series. We begin with the fifth most downloaded episode of Spark Note Seminary, Science in the Bible. We had Dr. Jack Collins, who's an archaeologist, Old Testament historian, and highly trained scientist who is currently Old Testament professor at Covenant Theological Seminary in Missouri. And then this coming Thursday, we have Isaac Adams, Reverend Isaac Adams of Iron City Church in Birmingham, Alabama, of both United We Pray on his new Zoner Van book, Talking About Race. Less so, how do we do this or what do we talk about? More so, how do we approach these conversations? How do we so, so to speak, bridge the gap within racial dividers, whatever has been put up in front of us. How do we have constructive conversations? How do we view each other? How do we, so to speak, look inside each other's heads and each other's lived experiences and allow these to help our conversations from here on out? All of this, all of this dwelt richly in the gospel. How do we have these gospel-centered, gospel-saturated conversations around race. And then this coming Saturday, we're going to have a Belgian confession. Article number eight will cover the Trinity. So we talked about scripture, talked about what's in and what's not in scripture and our authority in scripture. And then next, what is revealed in scripture? And we'll start off with the Trinity. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and we will see you next week. Bye.